manage your state, you manage your outcome. Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James, the only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor and multi-award winning international speaker Jesson James as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jesson James. First of all, some of you have got some amazing dance moves. You've got real rhythm. Some of you, however, were obviously listening to a different song because you were moving at a different pace. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Which means you need to loosen up. You've got to loosen up. Which brings me nicely on to the next point that I want to teach you guys here. Who feels a bit more energized just by doing that? Raise your hand if you feel a bit more energized. Yes? Good. Now, why is that? It's because it's to do with state management, <laughs> blood flow. <laughs> too much info, too much info. Anyway, <laughs> It's to do with state. <laughs> oh, God. All right, it's getting to that time of the day where I might have to stop the children watching in a minute. But anyway, state management. You're good, kids. You can still watch. It's all good, right? State management. Please write down this quote that I love Manage your state, you manage your outcome. Now, somebody has probably said this before in the world, but I've never seen it, so I'm claiming it. It's my quote. I'm having it. All right? Manage your state, you manage your outcome. Plain and simple. Now think about it. Whenever you've been unresourceful, as in sad, down, low, depressed, angry, fearful, it's not a good state to be in. Okay? But just a minute, literally, literally, just a minute ago, just by gyrating <laughs> on the spot, some of you, your moods just elevated straight away, right? And he was in a fun mood. Now think about it. Last time you were in a fun mood, how did your outcome go? How did your day go? Really well, yeah? Last time you was in a terrible mood, how did your day go? Not so well. So can you see the proof in this statement here? Manage your state, you manage your outcome. So there are three pillars of state management, three pillars of state management that we're going to work on whilst you're here. Um, uh, flip, chart, flip chart, please, for everybody at home. Flip chart, please. Okay? Now, um, I'll do this as a triangle because this is how um, some of you who know Tony Robbins, he talks about this as his emotional triad. Um, I don't like the word emotional triad, but uh, I like to think there's these three parts, really, that affect our state. They affect our state, okay? Number one, number one, in no particular order. Physiology, your body language, how you carry yourself, okay? Think back to it. A few seconds ago, or a few minutes ago, should we say, what were you doing? Moving, having fun, smiling. Okay, everybody at home who did that, raise your hand if you did it as well at home. Raise your hand so I can see you. Did you do it? Fantastic, excellent stuff, right? Good. When you were doing it at the time, was it possible for you to feel low? It's not. 
especially when you're looking at other people thinking, I look really silly doing this, and you're just laughing away, right? So again, remember, if you can do depression, you can do happy. And one of the biggest things that you can do to shift that is your physiology. It is impossible for you to smile and feel depressed at the same time. You can't do it. Try it. Try smiling and feeling down. You can't do it. It's not possible, right? It's physically impossible. So some tips for you when you're managing your state. Look at your body language. What are you doing at that time when you're feeling down? Okay? Because all of you are experts at reading body language, aren't you? So let me test it. Everybody at home as well, you can play this game. What am I doing now? Feeling down. How do you know that? You've done it yourself, haven't you? Yeah? What about this? Worry. Nervous. Anxious. Yeah? All of these are to do with your physiology. So if you know those things will make your state worse, what could you do about it? Change it. Yeah? I want to give you a piece of advice. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what kind of day you've had. Let me tell you something. Take it from me, an ex-clinician, an ex-nurse. I see so many people suffering with what's called clinical depression. And one of the signs of clinical depression is neglecting your self-care. Not getting dressed, not getting, waking up in the morning, not meeting your needs. I don't care who you are, whatever challenge you're going through, you get up, you get dressed, you will feel a million bucks. True? Yes or no, team? Yes? You'll feel amazing. Even if it's temporary, it's irrelevant. It's one of the tools you need to use for you to really, really help you change your state. Because remember, you manage your state, you manage your outcome, plain and simple. So think about it. How many times have you caught yourself with this disempowering body language? Slumped over your desk, hand on your head, all that kind of stuff, yeah? Doesn't serve you. So next time you're not in a good mood, just check yourself, okay? So I want you to do an exercise with me, all right? Everybody at home, I want you to do this as well, okay? So stand up for me again, please. Stand up for me again, please, team. Stand up for me. Everybody stand up. Good. Everybody stand up. So here's what I want you to do. Everyone, uh, people at the back of the room, team, could you do me a favor? Could you just give me a thumbs up after 30 seconds? Okay, ready? One, two, three. I want you to stand like this. Push your chest out. Smile. Imagine you're Superman. That's all right. You might feel like a bit of a Wally. That's okay. Just do it. That's it. Superman. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. No. <laughs> stand, just stand like that. 30 seconds. Good. Now shake it off. Good. How did you feel while you were doing that? Powerful. Silly. Doesn't matter. How did you feel at home, team? Good. Yes. Fantastic. You might have felt unstoppable. Please take your seats. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Now, that's to do with your physiology. Now, apparently, there's some studies along that 
that if you do that stance every single day, serious, I'm, no joke, this is serious stuff, <laughs> I'm not even making this up. There's a study on the Superman stance, okay? And if you do that stance every single day for at least, you know, 60 to, to, to 120 seconds, whatever, two to three minutes, whatever, yeah, do that every single day, it will massively change how you feel permanently, right? Permanently. Because what you're doing is you're creating an anchor in your mind of what it feels like to stand in a powerful state. Make sense? Good. So, physiology is one of them. Next. Next. Language. Your language massively affects your state. The words you use will massively affect your state. You can either use negative words, which do what to your state? Make it unresourceful. Or use powerful words, which do what? Make your state amazing. Powerful words. That was one. There you go. <laughs> Superman is <laughs> a powerful word. Powerful statements. Language. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Some of us are very good at commentating on our lives. You're very good at telling yourself where you've gone wrong, isn't it? Telling yourself where you've made mistakes. Telling yourself what's bad about you. Okay? Well, that's commentary. Don't be a commentator. Be a coach. Because a coach will do what? Ask you better questions. Use better language. Right? Have you, have you seen people before... When they're panicking, they're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Well, their physiology is wrong, but their language is actually pretty good. <laughs> Think about it. It's a good question. What am I going to do? It presupposes there's something you can do. It's a great question to ask yourself. Imagine now they go, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I? Now, now you're talking. Now they've got good body language, great question. Yeah? But what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I going to do? Is bad, bad body language, great question, okay? <laughs> so you've got to match these all up. You've got to match them up. So use good language. Watch your own words. Watch your own words. Earlier on, I spoke to you about generalization. This always happens to me, yeah? Be careful. Here's the other thing I want you to be careful about. Some of you, everybody, you guys at home, you guys in the room, secretly self-sabotage by using little words or little statements that you think are jovial or funny, but actually subconsciously reinforcing something that you believe about yourself. Such as, raise your hand if you've ever made a mistake, and you go, oh, I'm such an idiot. Raise your hand if you've done that. At home? Yes? Oh, I'm such an idiot. No, you're not. No, you're not an idiot. You're human. It was pretty stupid. It doesn't make you an idiot. Think about it. Subtly, we deposition ourselves with these little, little jovial things. We're not. You're not stupid and you're not an idiot. Okay? Be careful of that. Sometimes some people, they laugh at themselves too much. They make themselves the joke. Yeah? Please be careful of that. You're belittling yourself when you do stuff like that. Be very, very careful with the language that you use. Very, very careful. Okay? Now, the third one in managing your state is your focus. Your focus. 
You get what you focus on. Please write that down. You get what you focus on. Another great saying is wherever the, wherever the focus is, that's where your energy will flow. Yeah? Wherever the focus goes, energy will flow. So think about it. If you have a problem and you focus on it, what will happen to the problem, team? Someone tell me. Come on, team. Gets bigger. Gets bigger. Yes? What happens if you focus on a solution instead? You find one. You find one. Yeah? Now, it, look, for me, I am someone who sometimes might, some, even my own kids, even Lorna, my family, sometimes they think I'm a bit too harsh because I'm not interested in problems. It's like when my kids come to me, Daddy, 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 Amber hit me. Good. What's the solution? <laughs> Tell her off. That's not the solution, son. What's the solution? <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be there next time she punches you. That might be a bit. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? I'm not interested in the problem because I know from experience, and you know from experience too, you get what you focus on. So you focus on problems, you're going to get more problems. You focus on stress, what you're going to get? More stress. You've got to think about that. So what you focus on expands, massively, massively expands. Now, the reason why most of us, when we have a problem, find it difficult to focus on anything else is because we're inside that problem. It's a subjective experience. Now, let me ask you all a question, everybody at home as well. Raise your hand if your friend or family member has asked you for advice and you've been able to give them some good advice around a problem that they've had. Raise your hand if you've been able to do that. Yes? Excellent. Good. Now, how about this? Raise your hand if you've also had the same problem as them and whilst you were going through that problem, didn't have the answer to it. <laughs> right? Listen, all of us are amazing at giving advice when it's not us. Like, li literally, yes? It's all us. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm joking. I'm going to use this as another example, but when the, when the microphones weren't working earlier on, I, saw, I made a joke. Loads of people were giving technical advice on the, on the chat, right? Trust me, if they were sitting where the boys are right now, they would not be able to find that solution. They'd be like, oh my goodness, that sounds not working. They'd be like, <laughs> Look, it's okay to give advice from the sidelines. <laughs> But think about it. Why is that? It's because we're having a subjective experience when we're going through a problem. Subjective. Objective is when we're not looking at it. We're outside. Yeah? So you see what other people don't see. But when you're inside a problem, you don't see the solution. This is why people have coaches and mentors. Yeah? They see what you don't see. This is why you should all go and get advice from people sometimes. Yeah? It helps. You've all given, and you've all been given advice before, and the minute you got the advice, you went, oh, I knew that already. I already knew that, okay? So that's why it expands. So we're going to do a quick exercise, everybody at home as well, because I want to introduce you to a way that you can literally, literally shift your focus and focus on solutions and be calm in seconds. Who'd like to learn that? Raise your hand if you'd like to learn this, this technique. Good, okay? 
So the technique is called peripheral vision. So what is peripheral vision? Well, before I tell you that, I think it's important to understand what foveal vision is. Foveal vision is tunnel vision. Looking at one thing and just focusing at one thing. Yeah, so for example, if I'm looking down the camera right now, I'm looking straight down the lens, I can only see the lens. Now, what did I say about a problem? If you have a problem and you focus on it, what happens to it? It gets bigger, okay? But when you're in peripheral vision, as in you open your line of sight wide, up and down, so you're aware of everything going on around you, you can't actually focus on the problems, right? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do an exercise on this. So I want you to find, everybody at home, this is going to be super easy for you. I want you right now to focus on the lens on your camera, whether it's on your screen, on your laptop, or on your phone. Just look at the lens for me. Everybody in the room, I want you to pick a point of reference behind you, behind me, or me, on me, or whatever, right in front of you, though. Pick a point of reference and just focus on that one point for a minute. Focus on that one point for a minute, okay? Just that one point. Everybody listening at home, look at your lens, and whilst you're focusing on just your lens, I want you to start thinking about a problem you're currently going through. Just focus on that one dot, that one thing, and now think about the problem that you're going through. You all got it? Good. Right. Shake off the problem for a minute. Shake it off. Now look back at the dot, look back at this, whatever you're looking at here, at home, look back at your lens. And as you're looking at your lens, here's what I want you to do. I want you to start to gently expand your, your line of vision. So you become more aware, still looking at this dot, I want you to become more aware of what's going on around you. Yeah? So I can see people moving their legs over there, I can see Chloe moving a little bit, I can see people waving their hands over here, fantastic. Become more aware of what's going on around the sides of you. I want you to also start to do it the other way. Start to become aware of maybe the desk in front of you, maybe the ceiling, the lights around you, just everything around you. Whilst you're still looking ahead of you, everything around you, okay? And whilst you're doing that, I want you to raise your right hand. Everybody raise your right hand and wiggle your fingers. So make sure you can see your fingers in the side, of your side line of vision on the side, peripheral vision, nice and wide. Can you all do that? Good. So whilst you're wiggling your fingers, keeping that peripheral vision nice and wide, I want you to try and think about the problem you were just thinking about. Wiggling your fingers. There we go. You can't do it, can you? It's hard. <laughs> okay? Good, right? Everybody stop for a minute. Isn't that interesting? Everybody at home, thumbs up. Wasn't that interesting? Yes? What happened? Focus. Your problem can't be with you when you're in peripheral vision. So every single one of you has the power to break through any problem that's happening to you if you get into peripheral vision. Now, next time you're stressed, try it. It will it'll be hard to be stressed, right? But look, please just be mindful of your surroundings. If you're walking down the road and you're feeling a bit stressed, don't just stop and go. People will think you're bonkers, okay? <laughs> So what could you do instead? Just breathe. Breathe, find something to focus on, and just let your vision go wide, all right? Don't do the, you don't need to do the fingers thing. I was just doing it to prove a point, all right? It looked pretty weird, especially if you're having a meeting with someone and you're feeling a bit stressed. You'll be like, hang on a minute. <sighs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> They'll be like, are you saying bye-bye? Like, what, what's that? Is the meeting over? Are we done? Like, what's going on? Right? Good. So, that's a really, really cool one. You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels. Links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.